coming up on this episode of the Spiro Podcast. So think now, as you're out there driving from shoot to shoot or wherever you're at, listen to this. Do you act immediately to make a decision? Do you care about everyone's feelings and want to hear what everyone thinks before you make a decision? Do you just want the big idea? You're a dreamer, you're a visionary, you don't care about the details, or do you want to know all the details because you're a planner and you will make decisions according to the details in your plan? Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business with your hosts, Todd Kivimaki and Craig Magwell. Hi, and welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. Spiro is a software platform designed to help you manage your day-to-day -day business and really help you scale your business up to serve your customers well. Hey, I'm Craig Magram, host of the podcast, and with me each and every week, our, our owner and uh, co-host of the podcast, Todd Kivimaki. Welcome back, Todd. Craig, good to see you. Hey, good to be back with everybody. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving a couple of weeks ago. Thanks for giving us the week off there. We did not get to anything new. So it is fabulous to be back. I'm excited about uh, a few things we have going on today on the show. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a good topic. Um, getting a, getting into some, well, not I don't want to call it theory, but some really good material, educational material to help you move your business forward. So um, yeah, that is coming up. All right. Well, before we dive into the, the main topic this week, uh, Todd, there's been some very exciting, well, one in particular to me that I'm excited about that I know a lot of users have uh, asked about, uh, but some new features to Spiro that we want to bring people up to speed on. Yeah, we'll just quickly give them here. So Craig, I'm trying to think of the one that you're maybe drag and drop multiple images. Is that? Nope. Nope. And not the, that one. No. Okay. There's a, okay. So you can rearrange, you can click many images and rearrange those inside your gallery if you're rearranging inside of Spiro. Previously, you could only do one. Now you can do many. You can automatically white label. This is probably what it is, Craig. You can white label you any <laughs> Yeah, you can white label any page in the system now. So and you can do it automatically. You can trigger it automatically. So that is inside your company settings. Uh, the one that Craig's the most excited about, I believe, is the property websites. So those no, property just, websites, no, it's not. It's the, no, which you, one you is mentioned it. it. It was the white labeling. I mean, that's awesome. Well, right. But the white labeling, so you can do like oh, the property oh, oh. websites, you can do, yes. yeah, your client booking page where right. you log in, where your photographers log. Yeah. So that is, you know, the property websites can now be your domain.com uh, or it can be pages.yourdomain.com. So excited yep. about that. Hey, we want it to be your brand. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's never that we didn't want it to be your brand. Uh, just when we launched, we were still putting levers in place to make it your brand. So uh, yep. I have no, you know, I'm not pertinent to saying Spiro anywhere. I know it means nothing to your realtors. Uh, right. We just had to get the development in there. So William had a baby um, who's, um, you know, our director of engineering and a partner in Spiro. So yeah. Uh, and, also and other things. We, we let them have four hours of sleep a night, you know. <laughs> I was joking with the team there. Like, I'm going a, I'm to a let William sleep four hours. He'll be kind. And, and he's a partner. I mean, he can do whatever yeah. he wants. So, and he, right. he probably sleeps less than that. Um, some other cool things. Mike Odo gave us a great idea to put Google Analytics and Metapixel tracking on the agent level. Remember, mm. your agents, when they post an unbranded link to the MLS, they don't know anything about that traffic. So that is just yep. traffic that they can never capture. Remember, it's unbranded. 
And the cool thing about putting those codes on the property websites as an agent is now as an agent, you can retarget those people that visit. I think it's genius. It's a great idea. That's one I'm like, mm -hmm. Matt, I never thought about, but so fortunate that Mike is like, Hey, can you do this? It's like, yes, that's a great idea. So yeah. that's launched. Many of other things are going in there um, as well. I also wanted to take a, a quick pivot here. So that's what's happening with like Todd at Spiro, but I want to give Todd at wow as well. Hopefully that's helpful to your listeners. I'm just going to try to give you the big points of what the team, what we are all working on at WOW at this point. You know, today is the first day of December. So while you're listening at this, it might be the first week of December if this just came out. But we are thinking about client gifts. Okay, so mm -hmm. I've got some bundles here. We have a fabulous little company. This is only going to correlate to you people on YouTube. But we have a local company that has the best coffee and the best baked goods and treats and they do nice boxes they'll ship them straight to your clients they package them nicely and we can take in uh, a company photo christmas card is typically what we do and we do a sticker that they use on the box but we have those defined just to give you guys some more we, we picked a 35 dollar tier a 55 dollar tier and a 100 dollar tier and mm -hmm. then uh all the sales team will decide where those go, what, where that allocation of money goes. So the next question you ask me is, how do I know how much money to allocate? How much should I spend on client gifts? This is somewhat a personal decision. Uh, give as much as you as much as you want to, as much as you feel comfortable. Uh, what we do is we define a budget. So each each location gets a total budget or a base budget. Uh, that's just because if you have a smaller market. They don't get overlooked. Okay, so for those of you out there just looking at, you know, how much should I give um, for my clients? Uh, I'm trying to think of how I, how I even give you guys a percentage here. Um, you know, I think about a percent of total revenue is probably what we're doing here. Maybe a, a little over that, if my math's correct. But anyways, uh, we're we're allocating thirty two hundred bucks. If that helps you guys to our to our clients, we did twelve thousand shoots last year. Um, so, you know, if you are shooting a thousand a year, spend four or 500 bucks on client gifts, take care of your VIPs, um, or just take something into an office that's important to you. Mm -hmm. So that's client gifts. If you guys have more questions about client gifts, you can all, I'm, I'm reachable. Hello at Spiro.media. The other thing that we're doing, or I'll take two more minutes here, just because I, I want you guys to know what we're doing to build our real estate media company. We are looking at job titles and descriptions right now. So right now, if you're on the YouTube, you see WVT training department. We are hiring a new individual to help Ryan with training as that department grows and we scale. So he has taken all of the duties and he's put them on a sheet. And there's many sheets here. We're doing that completely as a leadership team. So if it's just you and you're gonna grow and scale, what you need to do is you need to write down what those individuals are going to do. That's how you begin. You take tasks to build job descriptions. Craig, the last thing that we're doing is we're looking at, and you've seen some of this uh, with Steve, but we're looking at data. So mm -hmm. here's our data here. And I'll show that quick because it's got sensitive data on here. Uh, I don't mind sharing the high level things, but we looked at 22, what our what our goal was in 22, what actually happened in 22, and then the percent to goal in the market share. And right. then we compare that with 23, the same things, what our goal was, what we actually did in 23, percent to goal and market share, and then we projected the rest of 23. What right. that is going to allow us to do is that's going to allow us to project for 24. 
So one, how did we do a 23? The cool thing was we grew about 5% market share as a combined total in, in our areas, which is great. Um, if you're not tracking market share, please do. I think we talked Absolutely. about it a few podcasts ago. We talked yep. about the rep conference with Eli, um, huge number to track. But that's, I would suggest that you all out there look at what 23 did for you and then try to set some goals for 24 just so you know where you're yeah. at. Right. I, I'll, I'll tell you that what I was talking with Steve about yesterday, Steve is our, our VP of sales and, and business development, is month to month, I like having kind of a pulse on how my month is going and where my numbers, you know, my number of shoots is compared to that time last year. So having that access to that kind of data, I know what my pace is. I know, okay, do I need to pick up, do I need to pick up the phone and make some more phone calls? Do I need to make get, you know, make some more in-person appointments? And then just having that constant data in, in uh, metrics helps me stay focused and motivated to continue to work hard and, and to grow the business. Um, I don't, I, I, I do have a competitive streak in me. I'm usually fairly laid back in, in most things, but when it comes to this sort of thing, you know, I, I want that data so that I can, I, I don't ever want to lose ground. I just, mm -hmm. I feel like a failure if I'm losing ground. Now there's, there's, you know, forces in the market that, you know, like right now we're dealing with inventory shortage that I can't help. I can't control that. Right. But I can look at, like you said, Todd, market share. Okay. If I'm increasing my market share, okay. I know I don't need to feel horrible that my numbers overall might be down because I know when things bounce back, I'm going to be that much further ahead then. And I'm still making progress. So make sure that, that, yeah, you absolutely have that kind of data available that you can keep, you know, keep a pulse on things, even month to month. I like, I like looking at week to week even. Okay. How many, mm -hmm. how many shoots did I have this week compared to this, this week last year? Um, mm -hmm. I just get weird like that. But anyway. It, it, it's a good gauge because we all have a, you know, this freak out left side of our brain that we just yeah. go into fight or flight mode. And we're like, oh my goodness, my business is failing because I didn't hit this metric. <laughs> well, it's like, well, wait a minute. Thanksgiving right. fell a different, you know, it, it, it the way mm -hmm. that it fell. I know Thanksgiving is always on Thursday, but it's not Christmas or a holiday, July 4th mm -hmm. holiday. We'll screw up your July. If you're looking oh at gosh, it, yeah. it'll screw up July every year because sometimes it, it's different every year. So mm -hmm. that's where you, if you look at the metrics and you know them, you can get out of freak out mode and you can say, okay, wait a minute, everything's okay. Or if yeah. it's not, then at least you know. And then mm -hmm. when it is good, you can celebrate it. Right, exactly. That's what's happening at WOW. So just wanted to give you guys some insight. Uh, cool updates coming up right now. Square's going into Spiro. Metrics yes. are going into Spiro. Um, the white labeling hit, like we said. We are also putting an agent referral, agent to agent referral. That's a give and a get. And then uh, the last one was, oh, another cool thing. We're getting um, MLS size. So you can set your own MLS size of the photo nice. if you need different resolutions. Um, so some really good stuff going in there. I'm forgetting one, Craig, but it's cool. Yeah, we'll we'll push out an update on on email. We, we try to keep you updated on those. So. Oh, interactive floor plans. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. that was a neat one. Yeah. Okay, enough about Spiro, enough yes. about WOW. If you have questions, just e if you have a, I'm not joking. If you have a business question, email me, hello at Spiro.media. Many of you do out there. If you're like, oh, I don't want to email him, will he respond? 
try me, just email me <laughs> and I will, I might not get you an answer. If it's a business question, I might not get you an answer immediately, but I will get you an answer and I'll try to push you with whatever knowledge I have or all the stupid things that I've done in the past. <laughs> Plus it, it gives us something to talk about on the podcast as well. So if there's something you want to see addressed on the podcast again, yeah. Hello at Spiro.media. All right. Yeah. Well, Todd, let's dive into this week's topic. Um, any business owner, you know, when you're building a business, there are 20 bazillion decisions that you need to make in in the course of, you know, minutes and, and, and hours and days and weeks and months and years. And that can be kind of crippling or paralyzing if if you're not used to a large number of decisions that you have to make. You got to prioritize things. You got to filter things. So you you had a really good idea for a topic this week in in how to make decisions. Yeah. Thank you, Craig. So we all, and I'm sorry, I, I literally sent Craig a screenshot when I'm, I'm like, this is what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't set any Full of it disclosure. up. <laughs> so, but this is a topic that I love. We actually did this at our, our church group this last Sunday hmm. and Brad and Carrie, some of our pastors, Brad is and Carrie, she's a psychologist. So they bring a really cool perspective in, in this. So I know if you're all rolling your eyes, like, Oh, we're going to go touchy feeling again. <laughs> I will just say, please stay with me because if I would have known this information 20 years ago, when I started, wow, I would have, Oh my goodness. Like my leadership, my, who knows where we'd be at today. Hmm. And this is such valuable information, not just if you want a grown scale team, but literally like if you want to interact with any other human being in your hmm. lifetime, it's important to understand how we are wired as human beings. So we're going to talk about decision-making approaches today. And there's four main types of approaches and I'm, let's just go through them. Yeah, absolutely. The first one is titled, We Act. So, and I guess let me set this up quickly. Try to think about what you are in these four approaches. And then once you understand the four different approaches, let's think about what your spouse is or what your significant other, if you're dating still. Let's think about what your employees are, what your photographers are, what your virtual assistants are. Let's think about how this connects with all relationships in your life. So the first is We Act. Okay, so if you are this type of individual, you are going to hear all the options, then you're just going to pick one and go. <laughs> you're thinking like, hey, my best chance of success is just diving in. Like, I'm not going to waste time. I'm just going to pick one. I'll probably screw some things up, but I'll fix it as we go. Okay, so if you figure things out as we go, you are in the we act category. The next one is we care. Okay, so if you make decisions like this, you want to hear what everybody thinks before you dive in. Okay. Mm -hmm. Feelings, relationships are essential to you. Okay. Everyone, you think that everyone has a valuable voice and you want to make sure that you hear it before you make a decision. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, just note number one and number two are opposites. We act and we care. Those are opposites. Yeah. Okay, the next one is we dream. Okay, so these are the visionaries out there. These are the people that are like, let me hear what the vision is. Like, I don't care about the anything but the 10,000 foot view. You know, the <laughs> details, I don't really care about the details. I see the big picture. We understand how to make a decision better um, with the, the 10,000 foot view. So that's the dreamers. Okay. And the last one is titled we plan. 
Okay. So if you're a planner, I mean, you already know what this is, but you're going to hear all the details. You want to know everything. Okay. So these are the two hour calls. If I'm on you with Spiro, you're like, okay, I want to know everything. That's the planners. I don't take offense to it. We'll just go over all the details. You want to know all the details before you understand where we're headed. Uh, also, you think if we plan effectively, we'll know the guidelines and we will be successful because we have planned for everything in the guidelines that meets the details. Okay. So think now as you're out there driving from shoot to shoot or wherever you're at, listen to this. Do you act immediately to make a decision? Do you care about everyone's feelings and want to hear what everyone thinks before you make a decision? Do you just want the big idea? You're a dreamer. You're a visionary. You don't care about the details. Or do you want to know all the details because you're a planner and you will make decisions according to the details in your plan? So interesting thing. Craig, Craig, what do you think you are? Let me put... I am definitely a planner. I, I analyze things to death before I make a decision. I'm, I'm trying to think of like every <clears throat> negative outcome that there could be in a, okay, how do I, how do I avoid that? Um, so yeah, I'm definitely a planner, but with a little bit of caring as well. Mm -hmm. And I think, I, with, I think I'm seeing, and correct me if I'm wrong, Todd, but with these four categories, I almost see this lining up with the disc profile, the four categories of the disc. Yeah, it does. The, the neat thing about it is I, I didn't think about it in a decision-making approach. Um, and, and so I have a story I'll end with, which I overlooked this year with my leadership team. So twenty at the end of last year, 2022, I decided that uh, I needed to build a leadership team to make all the decisions and to empower them to grow and scale WOW, our, our media company. And if I would have thought about it in this capacity, I'll give you the story at the end. Um, but it does definitely tie in with some of your disc profiles or your Enneagram, whatever you use out there, but it definitely is personality driven. Mm -hmm. So Craig, let's talk about, let's, let's go back to the top category and, and, and you guys right. out there, you guys and girls, let's think about this. So people who act right away. Okay. If you act right away, you want to hear the options and you're going to pick one quickly. What is good about that? Well, the things that we wrote down as a team, and I did this exercise with my team, is they get stuff done. Mm -hmm. If you act right away, you're going to get things done. You make progress quickly. And uh, doing that, you at least, if you make a decision, you have data for the future. So you're not wondering what might happen. You have it right away. Hmm. Okay. Yep. So these are the people that are going to get stuff done. Um, they might plow through some people to get it done because they're just going to act. All right, so let's go to the opposite of acting, which is we care. Okay, what's good about people who care, Craig? Well, I would say you are much better at building a team and, and getting consensus, and people feel valued that they're being heard and mm -hmm. listened to. And so you just you have a really good team culture. Exactly. Yep, hit it on the head. Better right. attitudes, better morale. You're going to build trust with people. Everybody's going to feel included and like they're part of the team. That's right. a positive about we care. Okay, let's let's think about the dreamers. Any anything positive you think about the dreamers, Craig? I mean, they're they're like you mentioned already. They're they're the vision setters. Um, they're the creative idea generators. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the cast being able to cast a vision and um, motivating people 
to get on board with that and get excited about a new exciting vision. So yeah, yeah they, they're building excitement and building new ideas. Yep, they're, they're pushing us towards what we do. Like, you know, mm. if you're a planner, you don't know what to do. You need the visionary to give you the idea, yes. then you're going to go plan it. Right. And then what about the people who plan, Craig? Yeah, they. it's it's similar to the, the actors in that they're going to get it done. They're going to get all the details laid out. It's going to be an organized effort. You're not going to mm. be stumbling as much along the way in executing the vision or acting yeah. and getting the, the things done. Um, yeah, they're, they're your organizers and, and, uh, they, they, they have really good focus. Exactly. Yeah. Clear path that they're going to have. There's probably going to be less mistakes because they've planned mm. for all of the different situations. So those are all the positives about acting and caring and dreaming and planning. Now there's some negatives about those as well. Um, if someone acts right away, some negatives are they're going to make mistakes. Okay. They're not really concerned with feelings like we mentioned. So these people are just right. plowing through. They're going to make mistakes. Uh, the opposite of we act is we care. Um, some negative things about people who care are um, it's slower. I would say they take forever to make a decision. <laughs> take forever to make a decision. You got it. Yeah. And then you can make the wrong decision because you're basing your decision yeah. on feelings. Right. So you're really pulled by that. Uh, your dreamers, some negative things about people who make a decision if they're dreamers, decision making if you're a dreamer, is you get caught, you can get caught from one dream to the next. Yeah. Uh, you might not ever take an action or finish an idea because you get into it a little bit and then you have the next idea. <laughs> and and you can be pretty disruptive because you care about the 10,000 foot view and rightfully so that's the way you think that the plan is going to be executed but the people underneath that uh, can can get looked over and then and then planners that negative thing about if you plan and if you're a planner out there what are the negative things about this Let's think about that uh, you get caught in the details right uh Craig, is it, is it fair, like perfection paralyzation? I think of that phrase when I think yeah. of, you know, a planner. I've been there, been there, done that. Um, mm -hmm. You you have the stress to get the perfect plan, right? You know, I know yeah. I do this when I'm when I'm looking for something. Like I bought, I bought a small little fishing boat this year for some reason because my boys like to fish. <laughs> so when I have 42 tabs opened up to 42 different fishing boats, <laughs> And Facebook Marketplace and yep. Google and Craigslist and all. I'm like, okay, Todd, this there's not a perfect plan for this. Like, you need to calm down a little bit. It slowed me you, down. You research things yeah. to death. Yeah, I, yes. that's me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and, and the, can I add something to that? Yeah, please do. Another negative to the the planning side that the planners on making decision is if if a plan a part of a plan or a plan goes south. If it fails, man, the the condemnation that you feel, the guilt mm -hmm. that you feel, the failure that you feel, it can hit you really hard because you planned all this out. You knew this was going to work and and things fail. Best mm -hmm. laid plans, right? Um, but that can really hit you individually, you know, pride, whatever. Um, yeah, that I just I'm thinking, yeah, times I yeah, made you plans and they failed. I'm like, I felt like crud afterwards <laughs> yeah yeah because you feel like 
you should have planned for that. And right. yeah, Ryan actually said that very summer thing, Craig, is, you know, he just, mm. and then you feel terrible um, when, when, when that plan fails. Let me tell you my story behind how I use this. Okay. And, and I'm, I'm hoping to do this so that you will use this in a somewhat similar fashion. Your story might not be the same as mine. So, um, oh, you know, one fun thing to think about right now is just a, a quick tangent. If, if you're married, what does your spouse, what, what personality type is your spouse? Just a fun thing to think about. Think about what you are. Think about what your spouse is. Um, okay. So let, let me tie in the idea of how I use this from a business perspective and how I use this to, to fill some gaps at wow and move our team along. So like I mentioned at the, at the end of last year, 2022, I decided that I was going to work uh, on Spiro and spend all of, I wanted, to, I wanted to devote as much time on Spiro as possible. And that I felt confident with my leadership team at my real estate media company, Wow Video Tours, that they would run and grow the company. And there was a lot of decisions that were coming through me at that time as the leader of Wow. And some of them were decisions that I felt like I needed to make and other ones I became overwhelmed with. And, and you might be feeling this too, if you've just hired someone or if you just have a VA, because they're asking you all these questions. So I had the idea that I was going, I needed to empower my team and align us all so that they could make decisions. Now, let me tell you about my team. On my team, I have two planners and I have one we care. So that was the leadership team. And I historically was a we act type of personality, although I'm a whole bunch of messed up. I would really put myself in every category. We won't talk about my problems, but I had been <laughs> acting. <laughs> I had been acting as a we as a we act. So I take my we act hat off and I give this rah rah speech to the team that I trust them because I do. I truly do. I trust them to make the decisions that they were coming to me about. Um, I encourage them that it was okay to make mistakes, that I make mistakes and I'm okay if they make mistakes. I wanted them to make the decisions and I wanted them to follow, you know, what they thought was right because I truly feel as though they know better than me. So I took my we act hat off. Now remember I have two planners and I have one we care. And I realized that I should have never completely taken the we act hat off. Because what happened was I had countless plans created, <laughs> literally. I will tell you, and, and Craig knows these individuals on a personal level, the two planners in my office, we had plans for days. <laughs> we had plan after plan. We had months of plans. They were all good plans. And I mm -hmm. was trying to encourage my planners to say, hey, just I, I trust you. You can make the right decision. And they did make some decisions, but there was some big decisions that I kept asking them about and they kept creating a new plan. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then my other individual is a we care and they just wanted to make sure everybody was okay. They, they were great at relationships. We ate well. We People heard from this individual. They were mending relationships. We've never gotten along better as a company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we had happy people. We had a whole bunch of plans. 
uh, we didn't really have any action going on. We had some. I don't want to. I don't want to. They they did a lot of work this year, but the big things weren't acted on. And it wasn't until I did this activity at church last Sunday that it hit me. I was like, "Oh my goodness, Todd, you big dummy! You are working with a team that does not have a we act. You historically have done that." You've got fabulous planners and you have fabulous people who care about individuals. And you need to put the we act hat back on. <laughs> so, so I did this and I'll wrap this up and I'll let you guys just email me or call me if you want to talk about this more. But I did this with one of the individuals earlier this week. I went in after Sunday. I went on Monday morning. I used this. I'm like, oh, cool. I got new information. I'm going to use this. <laughs> and so I asked about, there was a big decision that had been needed to be made. And I asked this individual about it and he gave me all the plans and they were even, he even had a new plan by this time. <laughs> and I realized that he couldn't make that decision that he mm. just wanted to know the plan. He had perfect plans. And I literally was like, this is what we can do. I'm like, go ahead, do it. And he's like, like literally when I said, do it, he was like, he asked me, he's like, are you sure? <laughs> and I'm like, yep. Yep. yes, I'm sure. Do it. He's like, can we do it? I'm like, yes, we can do it. No doubt. <laughs> like he, he double checked me. Do we have the money to do it? Right. Do we have the person? And, and this was for hiring an individual. I'm like, do it. And like, I, he, you should have seen, you all should have seen his face when I said, just do it. And <sighs> Yes. Relief. Like the, the room got 10 degrees cooler. He, his shoulders <laughs> relaxed. Yep. He was happy. Yep. He told me, and I feel so bad that I made this mistake with him for almost a year. He told me he never slept better than that night. Oh, he wow. literally told me that. Oh. He was like, that's the best I ever slept. He's like, I got eight yeah. hours of full sleep. I didn't wake up once. Yeah. So what I learned, y'all, was I need to be more in tune. I thought I was trying to build them up to be more leadership capabilities. And they did, they grew a lot in leadership capabilities mm -hmm. and they did a, they, they really did a good job in 23. We grew the mountain, we grew and the obstacles we overcame. And you guys know about listings and you guys are doing these things too. But my team, I'm so proud of them. I just didn't fully realize the way that people make decisions. Yep. And and if I could encourage you, I know this is touchy feeling, but this was one of the biggest aha moments I've had almost in 20 years of, of growing a company. It was just to be a little bit more in tune to those individuals out there. And we all work as a team because all of the pluses and the minuses that we talked about, about these four decision-making approaches, you need all of them. We, he mm -hmm. had the perfect plan. He just needed me to say, okay, go and do it. And then yeah. my people who care are going to come behind when the plane gets a little awry and they're going to be like, hey, it's okay. We're going to be great. Let's talk about your feelings. Let's do this. So all of the people, there's not a, a good or a bad yeah. decision-making approach. It's just understanding what you are and what your team is. That is the key to making good decisions and growing your business. There you go. And, and as business owners, you, you are a leader. I, Todd, I think I've thought about this in the past because I've been told, Craig, you're a leader, but all the leadership training I've ever seen correspond to in the disc profile, it would be the, mainly the D's, 
the the mm-hmm. dominant personality and mm-hmm. in the decision making process that we just talked about they're the the doers the actors and they can run over people and or they're the dreamers the visionary set you know setters and in in this podcast i i explain i'm a planner I I don't like running over people. I do like consensus. So there's that caring part of me. Um, but I often don't have the big vision. Now, in one role that I've had in, in my past, I, I did have the vision. And and I had to act as the doer. Mm-hmm. But there, all that to say, there are different types of leadership. So if you are a a leader that aren't you're not necessarily the vision setter or 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 the actor but you have people on your on your staff that are yeah empower them to take those type of leadership roles or mm-hmm. conversely if you are a doer an actor and you do have the vision realize you can develop leaders but it's going to be a different type of leadership that is going to manifest in in those team members not every leader is wired mm-hmm. the same Leadership is yeah. really just influence, exerting influence on people. And I, as a planner, I can exert influence on the rest of the team by saying, well, here's the plan to inba- enact the vision. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're still leaders. You just have to understand what type of leader are they. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and one more thing just to add on that, Craig, and, and a real life example is if you understand what you are, put the team around you as the other right. decision-making approaches. Right. So the individual who's a planner who had been waiting uh, since July to hire and he just, and just made plans. They said to me, Oh, I need to hire a, we act mm-hmm. because he's <laughs> fabulous at making the plans. Mm-hmm. He needs to hire a, we act because that individual is going to take the plan that he creates and they're going to go and do it. They're and they don't care if they it. fail. Yeah. Exactly. And they don't care yeah. if a, a small portion of the plan is not good. They're going to take plan B because we have plan B, C, D, E, and F, all right. you planners out there. Maybe you have plan Z. You have that many plans. <laughs> but a we act person, if A doesn't work, they're going to go right to B. And they already know what the plan is on mm-hmm. B. They can't necessarily come up with a plan themselves, but they don't care if they fail. They're just going to go to the next option. So I think it's so key in not only empowering your team, but hiring your team. Who do you need to hire? And the cool thing is, is once you use this verbiage, like for a customer service department, we're hiring one right there. Um, Jess, our leader said, hey, we need a we care because you have to care about people mm-hmm. to give customer service, to tell people how to download and unzip a file of images, yep. right? Yep. So. Exactly. <clears throat> good stuff. If you want to build good culture at your, at your company and, and really see a healthy team dynamic that people are excited about coming into work and, and, and do the job that you've hired them for. Yeah. Empower them in their deci- decision-making approaches. Great, great mm-hmm. content, Todd. Great ideas. Hey, I, I stole it from someone else. So Brad and Carrie, thank <laughs> you. But I want I was excited to share it because I, I, I love this. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. this is, this has given me so much energy for my company and to think about how I miss this and the opportunity I have moving forward to actually use this information and, and get everybody to feel like, oh, great. I know what I need to do now and I can do that. So there thanks you know. for listening to me today, y'all. Yeah. If you want to share a comment, if you're watching on YouTube, you know, 
share what your leadership or decision-making style is. And uh, if you have plans on how you're going to approach, you know, building that team around you to help in, in the other decision-making um, styles, you know, feel free to share those. Let's get a, a conversation going. And yeah. again, if you have questions, uh, if you have any topics you'd like to see addressed uh, or any input for, you know, for Todd, uh, feel free to email hello at Spiro.media. Yep. All right. Well, Todd, that's going to wrap things up for another week. And uh, we got a special guest coming up in, in a couple of episodes I'm pretty excited about. We do. We'll very just, excited. We have. Uh, yeah. I, I think we just leave it there. We tease it. You're going to want to you're going to want to catch this one. Okay, you're going to catch us in a few weeks, so this is exciting. My background is marketing and advertising. You gotta, you gotta have a, a hook, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to want to, you're going to want to listen to the next couple of episodes. Um, it's, it's yeah. going to be good. So, all right. Well, that's going to wrap things up for this week. We just want to encourage you. Hey, take a moment, take a breath. You know, we're kind of in our a little bit slower season for many of our, our areas. Um, just be appreciative of the things that you've been blessed with, and make sure you take a breath. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. This is a production of Spiro and Wow Video Tours. You can find out more about Spiro's real estate media business management software at our website, spiro.media.